Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. Are you a woman who's ready to excel in her career and her life? Are you ready to be a professional saleswoman by using your inherent qualities? Are you a woman who wants to be better prepared for a leadership position? Then you're in the right place. Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman. It's about women in business, work-life balance, leadership, and current events related to gender communications. Be prepared to be inspired, motivated, and challenged. Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman is your connection to women nationally, internationally, and globally. So get comfy and see what the buzz is all about. Find out more at www.sellinginaskirt.com. Now, your host, Judy Hoberman, on C-Suite Radio. You know, when I think about all the different twists and turns I've taken in my life, it sometimes makes me dizzy. Now, of course, when I think of everything I've learned and the lessons I've received, as well as how much I've grown, I will say that I'm grateful for all the opportunities that have presented themselves to me. Have I improved and enhanced my life? Yes. Have I found time for myself? Yes, in so many ways. And I'm pretty sure that I was leveling up before I really understood what that meant. Now, I can remember when I left my corporate position, or should I say, jumped with no parachute. I had no idea where I was going and how I would get there. It was then that I decided that I needed to hire a business coach. This was a big deal to me because I've never hired a coach before and I had no clue what to expect. I only knew that if I had a great one, my life would be enhanced. I didn't realize how much. Doreen helped me create my company, write a book, and develop the confidence to tell my story wherever I could. Now imagine starting from zero to having tens of thousands of people that you're connected to, 60,000 more listeners to your show, and hundreds of clients that you've given testimonials from because of the work that you did for them. Grateful, humbled, honored. That's how this one woman helped me to enhance my life. So why is that important? Well, have you ever decided what your strengths really are and what category everything else falls into? That's me. Anyone that really knows me will tell you that I am not a whiteboard kind of girl. In fact, whiteboards make me just a bit queasy. While I do want to know how a process works, I'm really more into telling me where to show up and I'm fully prepared to be there. Case in point, back to Doreen. Well, during our very first session, she asked me where I wanted to end up. 
I said, on an island owning a very exclusive bar, kind of like Cheers on steroids. I wanted it to be the place where everyone knew your name, but it was in an area that attracted the very smart and was very discreet. Honestly, I have no clue where that came from, except that I remember watching a movie where Michelle Pfeiffer was doing just that. Imagine the life lessons you could learn from this group of people. Anyway, Doreen asked me how I was going to get there. And I said, on a plane. She said, no, no, and asked again. And this time I responded, on a boat. And she said, no, how are you going to get there? Now I understood what she meant, what I was going to do today that would enhance my life and create opportunities to actually realize my goal. In my head, I was thinking it would have been so much easier if she was writing down things on paper rather than drawing them on a whiteboard and just having a conversation. In her mind, each addition to the whiteboard had a meaning, and while she had the legend, I simply saw hieroglyphics. The truth is, by the end of that session, we had created Selling in a Skirt, plus a whole lot more. I had to understand the why and the how, and yes, whiteboards were part of that puzzle. In order for me to enhance my life in any way, I had to be willing to take time for myself and learn. And I chose to find the time to invest in a coach, one of the single best decisions I've ever made. She taught me how important it was to have time for yourself, to grow and learn and play full out. And I wasn't sure where this extra time would be found, but I knew I had to keep moving forward. I was on the hunt to make sure I was moving in the right direction and finding the time to get everything accomplished and not feel guilty about it. So finding your own time is not being selfish and it should not have any cause for guilt. With this crazy busy world we live in, finding time for yourself can be a huge challenge. And as women, we do experience guilt when we manage to find a few moments of time for ourselves. And sometimes we give up because before we even do anything, because it just doesn't feel that it's worth the effort, but it is. In fact, taking time for yourself gives your brain a chance to reboot, improves your concentration, increases productivity, gives you a chance to think deeply and helps your problem solve more effectively. It also gives you a better sense of balance and self-awareness that can lead to a better understanding of yourself. What drives you? What inspires you? What excites you? And sometimes there is a whiteboard included. So are you ready to find some time for yourself? Here's a few ideas. The first thing is, while it might be challenging with the schedules we are all keeping, you can wake up a little earlier than everyone else. This gives you a few moments of alone time to do the things that are easier to do when it's quiet and the phone isn't ringing. Now, you can also unplug all your electronics and spend some time like it was 1960. The second is reschedule some of your tasks. What's on your never-ending list that can be eliminated or consolidated? Can anything be postponed for a later date? Better yet, can you delegate? Now, you'll be able to free up some time for yourself and not feel guilty about it. The third is start small. You don't have to find hours of alone time. With 20 or 30 minutes, you can read a chapter of a book. You can meditate, take a walk, or sit and simply be. When you see how much more relaxed you are, chances are you'll be looking at more ways to restructure your day. Number four is drop the guilt. Spending time with yourself is time well spent because it makes you a happier person to be around. Spending time with yourself benefits everyone because by having a happier and healthier mindset, you're in a better frame of mind to take care of the people who are important to you. Spending time with yourself is preventive medicine to combat burnout. What good would you be to anyone if you eventually burn out? And if you really don't want to take care of yourself, start considering what the benefits are. Have you ever decided to enhance your life? Remember that this is your time being spent. Do you know how much you want to spend? Do you know what you're going to spend it on? What and who are your priorities? Life is short. Time is fast. No replay, no rewind. So enjoy every moment as it comes. As Mel Robbins said, knowing what you need to do to improve your life takes wisdom. Pushing yourself to do it 
takes courage. We're going to take a break and thank our sponsor, Walking on the Glass Floor. And when we come back, you'll hear from my guests who will share their thoughts about leveling up. This is Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio, and we will be right back. What happens after shattering the glass ceiling? You're now walking on the glass floor. Walking on the Glass Floor, Seven Essential Qualities for Women Who Lead is a timely and indispensable business guide for all women, whether you're moving out of a dorm room or moving into an executive suite. Introducing readers to the seven keys to success in business and life, Judy Hoberman brings her fresh voice, sales savvy, and thoughtful approach to each of the essential and most powerful leadership qualities. Written in her trademark no-nonsense glass half-full prose, Judy's blueprint for business teaches all women how to cultivate and strengthen key skills that will serve them in both business and life. Uncover amazing qualities they already possess that will help them lead and succeed and harness universal leadership qualities to continue reaching their full potential. By providing authentic real-life case studies and inspiring quotes throughout, Judy fills each page with the timely advice women need right now. Walking on the glass floor is like having Judy Hoberman sitting right next to you as your business mentor, personal life coach, and best friend all at the same time. You can order your own copy of the book at walkingontheglassfloor.com. Welcome back to Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio. Okay, get ready, because I have two guests, Jitsi and Pia, mindset mentors and success coaches for high achievers and entrepreneurs who want to take their success to another level by transforming their thinking into results. They facilitate an innovative leadership and development program from their mentor, internationally recognized human development expert, Bob Proctor. As the owners of Inspired Results Consulting, they are committed to helping their clients grow by showing them how to operate at a higher level of awareness to increase their income and ultimately live in their full potential. So welcome to the show, ladies. I am super excited to have you here. We're so excited to be here, Judy. Thank you Thank so you. much. Yes. You are so welcome. Okay, so let's start with the discussion of the day, finding time for yourself so you can enhance your life. What does that mean to you? Right. So this is so huge. Right now, we know so much has changed, right? There's so much uncertainty in the world. Our advice really is to find the time to enhance your life. You really need to start having control of yourself. So that starts with what we love to talk about leveling up. So just going to that higher standard or level of how you're operating. Really, what we love to say is from the inside out. And so we understand that we, everyone operates on three planes of understandings. We have our physical understanding, our intellectual, and our spiritual. When, we want, when we're looking to find the time, a lot of what we do is just finding that ability to align all three planes of understanding and really living from our highest potential by operating at another level. Awesome. So here's the question. Why do we as women put ourselves last? And when we find some time for ourselves, we generally feel guilty. Yes, this is so huge, Judy. And your intro is just on point to what we do. So let's just talk about this. As women, is it true that we tend to be people pleasers? He and I were just talking about this yesterday and kind of reflecting on our own upbringing. We are sisters. So we've lived apart for 15 years and we came together and just really passionate about helping women get to, and just individuals get to the next level. So we know as women, we tend to be people pleasers. It starts with our parents and then we get into relationships. that can be our, our spouses, our partners. And then if we have families, it's kids. And then it might be our boss, right? 
So we start with that and that becomes the way we operate by habit without us even, we get on autopilot, right? Then we, let's talk about no vision. Sometimes we get in that autopilot, just doing things day to day without even thinking about it. And we kind of lose that, you know, the imagination. When was the last time you've allowed yourself to use your imagination and dream, right? Well, a lot of us stay stuck in that feeling of guilt because we're not allowing ourselves to uh, dream, right? And so we start living from the outside in. We start living by the external, by our sensory factors, uh, what she said, what she said, instead of really taking that control on the inside and growing that self-awareness, which is so empowering. So you said something real, I mean, you said a lot of things, but one of the things you just said was, you know, the creativity. And when we're little, we are very creative. We see things in the sky and we, you know, we put things on paper and we talk about you know, imaginary things. We're very creative. What happens when we get to be adults? Are the people that we work for or work with inhibiting our creativity instead of saying, okay, let's get this, you know, let's come together and be creative and do something truly amazing. What, what happened? Where is that piece? Yeah, I would first start by saying it's never about the other people, right? So this is another part of just our awareness When we don't feel that we're using our imagination, our creativity in our own lives, whether that's operating at our professional and the career setting or at home, it's all on us. And this is very empowering. A lot of people, you know, use the external circumstances to say, well, you know, they're not doing this or they're not doing that. But really, it's all about us. So if we understand that 96 to 98 percent of the way we operate is subconscious, meaning it's just operating from our paradigms, which is a multitude of our habits. This really just takes it back to that awareness of how am I using my imagination and my creativity in my day-to-day, even just using perspective when you're looking at things. If you are looking at how to create a greater income this year or next year, think about different ways that you can operate or you know, create different sources of income to get to that next level. Again, it's the creativity is there for all of us. If we think about this, your imagination is like a mental muscle. So the more you use it, the more it's going to get stronger and the happier you'll be. (laughs) I will add to that, Judy. I like to think of ourselves kind of like an onion, right? We come out fresh and then we just have layers of all the beliefs of other people layered Mm. on top of us, right? Right. We're just going day to day with the beliefs and opinions of others later on top. And then we kind of want to say lose ourselves. We're there. We're there. We're inside. But we just start to believe what other people tell us. And so we lose that. And like Pia said, we have to start developing using that mental muscle of imagination and creativity because uh, we came from a creator. We are creators. We are supposed to create. So everybody's just operating at their own level of awareness. And for us, it just starts with us. And we have to kind of start eliminating that virus code that has been layered onto our core perfection. Perfect. For the people that don't really understand about leveling up, can you give us a good definition that somebody can really put their arms around and then tell us what are some of the benefits of leveling up? Sure. So to level up really, I mean, if you start from the core, the basic of it is just to go to a higher standard level, right? If you think of like a video game, right? You're leveling up, you're just getting to the next level. It's very simple to understand and then applying it can be a little bit, but after you get going, you just develop a new habit. So how to level up? You have to know where you are. And Judy, you talked about this with your business coach, right? If you didn't Mm -hmm. have Doreen there to help you to say, hey, where are you? Who are you? Right. And then the second thing, where are you going? We have to know those two things that are the core of 
just the beginning, the process, know where you are and who you are. And then, so that goes with the self-awareness piece and then know where you're going. Yeah. And I would add, so the benefit of leveling up, gosh, there's so much, but what we go back to is self-awareness. Some of the things that the benefits that come out of leveling up, we suggest that leveling up your mental diet. So what does that mean? So surrounding yourself with people who affirm your higher self. So like Jitsu was just saying, know who you are, know where you're going, start imagining, use that vision of where you want to be and how you want to operate. And then be intentional about who you surround yourself with and what you intake, right? Your, the news, the, what you're reading, all of that. Again, the next thing for us would be another benefit, study yourself. So this really will cause you to begin to trust your intuition, which again is another mental muscle. Building your awareness is huge. And then when you build your awareness, that it becomes easier, like Jitsi just said, to take action. And that's the, that's the part that a lot of times it feels hard sometimes when you don't, you've never seen it in your life. You've never done something outside of your comfort zone. But once you start to build your awareness, the action comes with it naturally. And then thing that we really love is that just becoming less reactive to your external circumstances and environment and more proactive in your thinking. This is huge because in the self-awareness piece, when you are operating, you no longer see one uh, people as competition and you create and, and start really just building the life you want. Interesting. There's a lot of stuff there, a lot of stuff. Leveling up, is it important in both your personal and your professional life? Or do people just tend to level up because it sounds like that's what I should do in business? Right. So we don't separate the two. We feel like personal and professional are the (laughs) same thing. Once you start to level up in your personal life, it's going to trickle into every aspect of your life and you'll see the positive, you know, effects of that. So we understand, you know, as we start to level up, so confidence comes with experience, right? Yes. So we will become more confident in the leveling up and the levels. And it's not just one level. You're not, it's not like just I'm one level and I'm done, right? You're, you're always, when you start growing as a person, as a woman, you always want to get go for more and not in a greedy way, right? We're leveling up because we know that we were made to do more, to be more, to have more, right? So it really has little to do with the intellect and more about the belief of who we are and what we're capable of. It's that inner potential just screaming to get out. For example, someone with a degree can start a business confidently. While you have highly educated people who might hold on to a position or career they don't like or enjoy. So we see the differences between somebody that's super educated, has the knowledge, and then is stuck in fear, or the people that don't have the education, but have that belief. That belief is so huge when you begin to level up. Interesting. So I would say that there would be quite a difference when somebody really understands it and starts applying it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And we see too that, you know, everyone has two self-images. So if you, you know, internally don't feel confident or don't feel that you're worthy of what you really, really want, then it's going to stop you, right? But we have the external image as well. So you, someone can look very confident externally, but internally might not feel it. And, and then that's when that disconnect will happen and it will be harder. Judy, you had mentioned the parachute early in your intro. And I like that analogy because as we build our confidence, it's kind of like a parachute. Wouldn't you feel more confident in your leveling up? Like, let's say you're up in the plane, you're, you're getting ready to jump out. Wouldn't you feel more confident about jumping out if you knew that the parachute didn't have holes in it? Like it was made from good, like a good construction, right? That it was packed properly by somebody who, who knew, you know, how to pack a parachute. And so all this stems back to self-awareness. Once you have that internal knowing, your confidence, 
will grow along with the experience and the action that you take in the leveling up. So what happens if you're not self-aware? You know, is it worth it to ask somebody, you know, like some of the things I, I tell some of my clients, ask somebody how they describe you in three words. You should ask yourself how you describe yourself and then look in them both and see if they are complementary or if they totally conflict. Because sometimes you're not aware of what you're putting out there. You know, especially when you say, you know, some people are, they're not confident. They might be confident on the outside, but not on the inside, which is very true. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But what is it, you know, should you ask somebody, how do you see me or how am I showing up? Is that worth giving you more um, awareness? So then maybe you do have some self-awareness of, of what's going on. I would really say that you need to go to a coach, somebody that is already leveling up. Because if you just ask your neighbor or if you just ask your friend, what should I do or what their opinion is, their life goals aren't what your life goals are, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not going to serve you in the way that is required for you to level up in your life and your goals and what you believe and want. Really, we would just say, go to like a coach, uh, you know, you went to a business coach to help you start thinking of new ways because if we all operate at our own level of awareness and you ask your neighbor or a, a friend or a parent, should I do this or their opinion, they're just operating at what they know. Their experiences that have brought them up to this point have nothing to do with your future. I would also add to that, Judy, when you ask someone to describe yourself in three words, a lot of those people are going to repeat back to you how you've been operating in the past. And is that truly, I mean, this is where you have to get honest with yourself. Is that truly where you want to be? Are, are those character trait characteristic to what you wear, where you are going, right? Mm-hmm. So that part is just that honesty of you may ask someone, but they will reflect to you back to how they know you. And is that where you want to go? If not, then what we do a lot is flip it. You know, if, if this is something that you, a char- characteristic that you don't like, what is the one that you do like? Yes. Yeah. That's mainly people will, sh- will sh- reflect back to you how they've known how you've been operating. And then that's just where you get honest is, is this what I still want to be doing in my future? You know, how right. I see myself. Yeah. And I agree. And I, I do believe that everybody should have a coach, everybody, because coaches have coaches. And exactly. so, yeah. Yep. And I always have a female and a male because I like the different perspectives also. Amazing. So, yeah. Perfect. Okay. So you both talked about living from the outside in and living from the inside out. What's the difference? How would we know that we're actually doing this or we're not doing this? Yeah. So I would say living from the outside in, just to put it very simply, is that you are looking at your external circumstances to affect how you are feeling about a situation. And then which that is going to ultimately create that your actions and then your results. Examples where we look at our bank account. If it's not what we like, then we start to feel bad, but then we continue the cycle of maybe not moving in the direction that will increase our income. So this is really where we use our senses, really our five senses to really affect how we're operating. That's living from the outside in. On the opposite, at the conscious level, we know what we want, but if we start to create the thoughts that we want about our results first, those thoughts are going to create how we feel. And then from that feeling, you're going to get emotionally attached to those ideas. And then that's going to create the actions that you take. That's an example of living from the inside out. When you shut off your external senses and just start to think and visualize what you do want for your life. If it's the relationship, you know, what kind of things do you want out of that relationship? How does that, how do you want that to make you feel? And then operate from that vibration and then move in that direction. You talked about earlier about 
the reactionary state that can happen. Mm -hmm. And so that's a huge piece, Judy. It's reacting. It doesn't happen anymore. You start responding. And even taking it a, a step further is the proactive thinking. Really starting to respond versus react because you've already thought about it and it's coming from the inside and then being put out instead of, oh, something will happen on the outside. I'm going to get emotionally involved with this negative idea and I'm just going to stir in that. And it's just a vicious cycle. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So let's talk about one of my favorite topics in the imposter syndrome, because every woman, no matter the position, no matter how much money you make, we all have, and some continue to have, we experience this imposter syndrome. And I'm hearing now there are men also that are feeling the same thing. So why is it, and is, is it, again, is it being more self-aware to get rid of this? And do we ever actually really get rid of it? Yes, and I, that's amazing. We've done talks on this because it's a whole nother topic. Um, I want to do this, say this quote from Earl Nightingale, who is Bob Proctor's mentor. It says, we tend to minimize the things we can do, the goals we can achieve, and yet for an equally strange reason, we think others can do things we cannot I want you to know that that is not true. You do have deep reservoirs of talent and ability within you, and you can have the things you want. I think this is appropriate for imposter syndrome, Judy, because oftentimes we might go into a new position or a new role, or we might be in an industry that's male-dominated, and we just have all these ideas and concepts of our limiting beliefs, right? And, And what society has told us, what we can and cannot do. So we take that upon themselves. And when we were talking about living from the outside in versus the inside out. This is where we really start to look at the belief that you, maybe you're in a certain industry or position. Do you truly believe that that's the way it is? You feel like people are going to find you out? That's living from the outside in, right? Instead, we can go into a situation and say, you know what? I'm amazing at what I do. And I'm going to show people how by living it. Um, I would just add to that, that the whole concept of imposter syndrome too, this can really go to the leveling up through your self-awareness. And what, what you're doing is really evolving your concept of yourself. So change your concept of yourself. And that's the core because nothing on the external needs to change for you to get rid of that feeling that you're an imposter, that you don't belong there. The only thing that needs to change is your belief at a subconscious level of what you deserve and who you are. And I think once we understand that self-awareness is always, it, it doesn't stop. When we go into a position that we, you know, we've never done before, that's just going to help us get to level up, right? And so we just have to start believing new things. And a lot of people think that believing new things is scary. It's actually just taking you to another level of what your potential is. Yeah. And with so much change going on, you know, we always say that change is inevitable. Growth is optional. You can experience the change and do absolutely nothing and remain the same, or you can grow from it. And I think that a lot of the self-awareness is growing from the change that you are experiencing, whatever that is. We've all talked about mentors and coaches, and yours is Bob Proctor. And Mm -hmm. if people don't know Bob Proctor, they should definitely know Bob Proctor. Mm -hmm. But what's the most important piece of advice he gave you? So for us, yeah. yeah, So there's, I mean, the first thing that we come to mind is just just the self-awareness piece. This is Jitsi, and I was on autopilot for many years. Um, I was in sales and business development for 15 years. Loved my job. I love people. But really, I didn't have a vision and a goal for myself. Really just doing things because the expectation, you know, I put that on myself of others. 
that piece of self-awareness is pivotal. It has changed my life. Through his teachings, what I've learned is really helping me close what I know and what I do. So really getting that belief impressed into my subconscious mind so that I start doing what I believe, right? And so helping me close the knowing doing gap because through 15 years of knowledge and experience and training and seminars, I had the knowledge of what to do, but I wasn't impressing it to my subconscious mind and aligning my knowing with my doing. Yeah. And that's actually what we love now. We've seen this, you know, with our clients is just, they have an idea of what they want, but they don't know how to get there. And for us, it's really like Jitsi was just saying, closing that gap. So for me, and this is why it really hit me hard when I first just discovered him a few years ago. I was in education, academia background, um, studied for many years, was in my PhD teaching at a university. And I had never come across self-awareness at this level to really understand how I'm operating. So educationally, I was very highly educated. I wasn't, but financially, I wasn't making the money I wanted. So I felt that gap. This is really where people can take this in any area of their life. Um, A lot of times people want to lose weight, but you know, they sign up for the gym membership in January and then they go back, you know, to their normal habits in March. So it is closing that gap and understanding why, why do we keep getting stuck? Why aren't we leveling up? And so that's, what's been huge for us. That's great. That's great. I always like when, you know, when there's something special that you've learned and no matter what, you always come back to it because that's what changes. That's what changes us. So I love that. So how can our listeners get connected with you? Yeah, we have our website, www.inspiredresultconsulting.com and all social media platforms, Instagram and Facebook. And we actually do have a a level up checklist. If you go to our website, it's the first option to download. And yeah, just continue to just grow in your self-awareness is huge. And we love doing that for anyone that we talk to. Excellent. Okay, so what's the best piece of advice you can share with women who are in leadership positions? And maybe they're struggling a little, or maybe they're new to the position, or maybe they're trying to get the position. What would you want to share with them? Yeah, so starting just self-awareness is huge and and not at the level that we've been conditioned to understand. So I'm going to take it back to what we initially talked about, Judy. This has been huge for us is the true understanding that we're operating on three planes. So most of us, are really good on the physical, the action, the the second piece, the intellectual, we know, no, no. And what we're kind of missing sometimes is that spiritual piece. And that's really just taking on, developing the intuition, the imagination, and putting that, what the Greeks call the heart, using the subconscious mind, the emotional mind, and connecting all three, your physical, intellectual, and spiritual planes, so that you're aligned. And no matter what you do, on the outside, you're pulling from the inside. So you're creating the life that you want. Excellent. Well, ladies, I want to thank you so much for sharing the mic with me. There's so much information and so many things that we need to remind ourselves to look at. I'm excited that we're connected and I look forward to creating some new adventures together. Thanks so much, Thank you, Judy. You're amazing. Appreciate it. Thank you. And remember, everyone, your life only gets better when you do. Work on yourself and the rest will follow. Remember to put your own oxygen mask on first. I thank you all for listening to our discussion where we share some extraordinary guests, some ideas for your business, and ways to stand out as the amazing women that you are. Now make sure you stay connected with us. And remember, women want to be treated equally, not identically. Until next time, this is Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio. 
This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.